Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Social Review Podcast. This week we're looking at cryptocurrency and how the left can grapple with it as an issue. Fair warning, there is some discussion of gambling in this episode. Enjoy! Welcome to the Social Review Podcast. Uh, I am Renner or Lines. Hi, I'm Julian or Julian. Uh, I'm William or William. Uh, uh, this week, I wanted to talk about uh, cryptocurrency. Wait, don't touch that dial. This isn't one of those boring podcasts where we talk for ages about cryptocurrency and it's really dull and your eyes glaze over. Indeed, that's sort of what I want to talk about. Um, so I saw an article in The Guardian, as all the best podcasts, soft left podcasts start, uh, which said that about 2.3 million Britons now hold cryptocurrency. And that's gone up from about 1.9 million a year ago. Typical profile of people who are buying crypto, largely male, over 35 in your AB social grade. Um, and there's some evidence as well that like young, mainly younger DIY investors are putting money into assets like Bitcoin or Ethereum or Ripple or other stuff. And a lot of people are saying things like, well, I don't want to miss out on buying cryptocurrencies. Uh, and then, then there was this stat that made me kind of go record scratch. And that's kind of why I want to talk about it, is that 14% of people in this um, research uh, said they turned to some form of borrowing credit card, bank overdraft, loan from friends, family, or some financial firm to pay for their cryptocurrency, which meant that, like, there's... A growing number of people in the economy who are like investing in what is at best a highly volatile asset and financing that with like personal debt and i was like well that feels bad but maybe it's not i don't know still it feels bad though so i guess and, and will knows a lot about the economy and like i don't know economy is something to do with spreadsheets i think i, I don't really get the details but will is it bad if a lot of people have personal debt backed up by an asset like bitcoin do you, do you think that might be a bad thing i th if you ask me the question in a different phrasing which is oh. is it really bad if a lot of people are taking out personal loans to go to paddy power or to go to bet 365 you're gonna get the same answer and functionally speaking i think that's basically what you're you're seeing in the same instance i think to treat bitcoin like any other asset um, or to treat it like a currency, the worst possible thing you could do. Uh, I think that's where the mistake is made. I don't, I don't, I don't really think these Bitcoin should be used as a long-term investment asset. I think a lot of people who aren't sort of uh, what's the word, who aren't sort of wolves in sheep clothing, saying, "Oh no, it's a great, it's you know, it's it's stable, it's going to level out, um, and you'll get loads of rewards in a few years." Who also happen to hold a lot of Bitcoin. Right. Um, a lot of people are going to say the exact same thing. Um, so yeah, no, I don't. I don't think it's great. I think it's a problem, what ready to happen, already happening, and it's it's really tragic. I think. What what, what could go? I mean, so clearly on a personal basis, things could go very wrong for certain people, and we, we sort of saw little bits of that with the sort of uh, first wave of the meme stock thing early this year, where people took out money to buy. I can't remember what was it. GameStop, the first like, and then that, you know, pe people ended up playing silly games and getting winning silly prizes and then like losing a bunch of money so clearly it can be like a personal tragedy for people but do you think it's growing enough that we might start to see like effects ripple outwards if you suddenly see like massive changes or like people defaulting on stuff is that gonna are we gonna sort of see that in a wider scale or is it just gonna be a bunch of people with sad stories but ultimately has no wider economic impact 
I think for most sort of day-to-day traders, um, I think them it's going to be mostly just sort of personal stories, you know, like like you say, the sort of tragedy of, and it is an absolute tragedy, um, saddle debts and whatnot. It's as tragic as when you see someone, you know, who's, Absolutely, you know, yeah. who's in any sort of instance. But the wider politics of Bitcoin and the wider politics of any sort of crypto, I think we're going to get onto this a little bit later, but when sort of it affects the macro level, when you have countries like El Salvador who are pivoting to monetizing their own debt in, in, in Bitcoin, that's when you're going to see some real sort of macro hell going and the boe are quite sort of bullish against bitcoin saying look it's it's a fad it's a stupid idea don't put your money into it for an asset um it's not going to last um a position that i also share yeah um, i mean i mean i think i i work in cryptography which is not the same as crypto is in cryptocurrency but it's not unrelated and what you find is that a lot of people who work in cryptography are very skeptical of bitcoin some of the underlying technologies are quite interesting and could really have very interesting applications but Bitcoin as an asset, I'm, I'm, I, I am like on a technical basis. I just look at it and go, I mean, for one thing, it seems to like, like the value is fundamentally propped up by the expenditure of large amounts of energy, right? Like, like, like it's not that you could, I mean, like, okay, sure, sure, some advocates sort of talk about, you know, like, oh, we can move to more ec- ecological stuff. But the point is that like that, that the inherent value is seems to be propped up by the fact that people are gonna keep wanting to expend energy on it, and whether that's renewable or not, that feels like. Like that doesn't feel like a good thing, and and certainly for for, for 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 I mean maybe you could say well capitalism does that kind of thing in other ways sure maybe but like from a left wing point of view I, I I think that's also bad right yeah I don't like that about capitalism that's a specific thing about capitalism I don't like it's 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 basically peak like a tree under capitalism has no value until it's cut down that's that, that's this is it distilled into a very uh, aggressive. Uh, form i think yeah julia you i think you said before we start recording you have you you invested a little bit of money in bitcoin at one point was that any serious amount of money or did you just buy some at some point and see what happened <laughs> i'm sorry it's not funny but my friend he's he was he got really he's like a mid like he was in his mid or the mid late 20s he still is in the late 20s but like uh, he, but he ha- he was one of those people that went to Reddit, young men went to Reddit, blah, blah, blah. And he became like one of those people who were like obsessed about Bitcoin. Sure. And he kept sharing the memes with me. And I kept doing like, well, maybe I should invest on this. Maybe I and then I know that when I tell the story, you will now assume that I'm a moron. But you should have assumed that from, from the start. So it's on you, really. Right, okay. But <laughs> and then what happens that like at my birthday he invested like fifty dollars on Bitcoin for me. Right, so it wasn't right. it wasn't a huge right, amount. About, right, I mean that's like small beans, you know. I I'd go, yeah. I, I, I'd invest fifty fifty dollars in a racehorse to see. Who yeah. So like he invested like fifty dollars for me. Sure. But like what happened is that like I I was like so excited. It was like my first foray into the word of investment it was my last foreign in the word of investment <laughs> never money like this again and like what like it, it's like it's so interesting that you said the thing about young people because i think i think it marks it mark marks it itself to young people you know it, it or at least it marks itself to a certain kind of young person you know what i mean because it it, it becomes like the subculture of bitcoin and like when you're there, I never went into the, into the Reddit of it all, but like I was very much like me and my friend. We were like, "Oh, I think this is gonna work." We're like, "Oh, maybe we should buy this other cryptocurrency." Like we, you, you just get wrapped up. It's similar to oh. gambling. I gamble like, yes, I gamble small amounts as well. Uh, but like you know, but only for fun. 
but like it's similar where like you start to like it gets into your brain where you start to like paying attention to like several things at once because you think there will be this one way to hack the system and it's like it's it's not it's like it's designed that you will lose but spend the whole time thinking you could win you know i i I'm making this sound like more important, but like I think it's it's I think it's definitely like a market that adapted itself specifically off the internet subculture to like attract a certain type of person, and that that aspect of it, this this social aspect of it, is yeah. very interesting. And similar to the to the thing with that that, that happened with um, what's it called the Game, when they started? Yes, with GameStop. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, the thing that Bitcoin has, right, is uh, it sort of has that allure of being modern and forward-thinking and disrupting and all of that, and it sort of imports all of that in. And there are new-ish things about it, right? But I think you're right that that creates a sort of culture around it. I, I was using TikTok a bit a while ago. I've kind of mostly stopped now. And that creates these sort of self-perpetuating kind of cycles. But when, like, I mean, it's true that you can make money on Bitcoin, in the sense of like it is a highly uh volatile asset and if you buy and sell it exactly the right times like anything like that or indeed like gambling you can walk away from it and you can individually win some money but that doesn't mean that the, the game isn't rigged right and it doesn't mean I, I, and, and i think it's important to be like some your individual friend who made a bunch of money on bitcoin is in the grand scheme of things unimportant compared to all the people who broadly I don't. I don't mean your friend. I meant like the generic friend. I mean, I'm just, I mean, yeah. I'm just, no, no, no. I just want Marcus. If you're listening to you, you're a fucking idiot, and you involved me into a fucking idiot scheme, and now everybody who hasn't read the latest Stephen Bush is like owning me online. Right, and and that and that, that that's actually what I remember. So a thing I saw on TikTok was like investment advice this seems very very common like i, I feel like it's marketed at a generation slightly younger than me so i was very aware that it was sort of marketed at gen Zers to some degree and it was not just i have to say on uh like some of it was related to this kind of hustle culture thing like some of it was like fairly solid advice you should probably invest in an index fund if you're going to invest yeah that appears to broadly be true fine whatever and then some of it was just like oh here's my cool hacks for like flip flipping your house or like here's why you should get this kind of mortgage product instead of this kind of mortgage product or hey here's why you should invest in this this is why i've made a bunch of money from cryptocurrency you know there was one guy i saw and i thought oh he had an interesting take about something other to do with the economy and i followed him for a little bit and then it became clear that almost every video he actually posted apart from this maybe one or two that had gone viral on a different subject were basically him like hawking bitcoin on some level essentially um and i think that social aspect is not true with i mean like i'm aware that people win and lose large amounts of money on like currency exchange like forex or whatever but i wouldn't know the first thing about you know like it's not got the same cachet right i guess one question is um can it be regulated in a meaningful way because it's currently not regulated really at all Right. Whereas even gambling is regulated. Uh, sorry, uh, Julia, do you have something to say? No, just on on the point about culture. Like, sure. I don't know. I don't know if you guys agree with me on this. Uh, I think it's also like a very masculine culture. It's like I think so. Yeah. It's really interesting how and like I'm not like other <laughs> girls. You know, I'm a person <laughs> who gets attracted to masculine things. But like, 
But like that kind of it, it reminds me like a lot of like early nerd cultures in the 2000s. There, there, this like oh, it 100% aspect, is. Yeah, this yeah. Ex- aspect of like the rejects of like this way of manifesting masculinity. I'm sorry. I don't, no, I don't no, know no. I, I, I think I, I think that's super interesting. Yeah, because you're, you're absolutely right. Like I have to assume that I, I would assume that most people who are into Bitcoin online are men. Yeah, they were not all primarily men. By any means, but by and large, generally, yeah, and that's not necessarily true. Uh, I I think that's that's tr- to, to a degree. It's because it's a financey pod product, and I think that might be true in finance in general. And I guess also it's tech, and so those two things are intersecting. But I definitely know what you mean about it. It it has a nerd culture. I mean, you were mentioning Reddit, right? Like the the archetypal one of such a thing, um, and it's it's. And it, yeah, it, it, I, I don't know if I'm self-selecting, like because I, no, I came sure. through this from uh, a young man, certain age. Well, it's interesting that you identified that specifically. What it feels like is like early noughties internet, something that's kind of gone in lots of places. You know now, where like you know the idea, the idea that like gaming should be inclusive is like broadly something that is more accepted now. But there are these still pockets. It doesn't matter. Like for instance, I remember when I this is so stupid, but when I used to read comics. I still read comics, but when I should participate into reading comics, you showed up as a girl and you're like this precious thing. Nowadays, everybody is a girl online. You know, like everybody who reads comics is a girl, loves it. You know, it, it, it's the yeah. whole thing. Well, I find, really, I find really interesting actually the comment on early noughties internet culture because one of the core like um, polit- political, um, political economies behind Bitcoin is that of that sort of um, new atheist libertarianism. That sort of, um, oh, I don't know if you've noticed, but since uh, 1900, uh, fiat currency has devalued by like 90%. Like you could buy 10 iPads back in 19, in the 1900s. Um, and now you can just get one iPad with, with, with 350 quid. Um, which is, and obviously this is like complete voodoo economics. It's complete nonsense. Um, inflation doesn't, doesn't work like that. Um, but yeah, absolutely. That sociological phenomenon is absolutely happening. And I think, when we when we talk about sort of the wider scale issues with bitcoin as well as the sort of why people are adopting it you can't not investigate that libertarian element as well as the fact that in the modern economy it's so much more valuable to be a saver than a worker right it's more it's more value it it seems more safe to have a vehicle in which you can invest and just sit and wait passive income you know, that's that passive income sort of hustle lifestyle versus go to work pray to god that someone else is in a trade union and they're pushing up your wages right. um, i think those are those are the core sort of politics and well, economics well shall we dig into the pol- the political economy of bitcoin a bit more because i think it's something that's like uh, I don't see it really discussed much on, on the left. I mean, it is something you get those, you get a few weird people on the left who are like really keen for it because they're like, oh, well, it will let like left wing con- countries can like have their own cryptocurrency and it will be something, 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 which seems like bad economics to me. So, yeah, what do you think are the main problems with Bitcoin from like a political economy point of view or, or, or other things that you see? Countries can absolutely have cryptocurrencies. Um, but there's a, there's a core difference between the cryptocurrency that um, the market is using and that private investors are backing and something that is state-backed. You've got the difference between like uh, using a currency by which you have no control of the issuance of, 
uh, as if as if the uh, exchequer was to somehow you know start taking taxes in Bitcoin, versus like what the EBCB, the BOE, and the Fed are looking at, which is a CBDC, which is a lot of acronyms, um, but primarily uh, the central bank digital currency, um, which is functionally like a. Uh, I, I, I like the term eCash for it. I've read the word eCash. It's using those crypto, those cryptographical properties to yeah. produce a digital object to so it, um, it, represent uh, currency. I don't know much about this, so I'm going to ask you a couple of texts. So, so it's it's still some form of like I'm, I, the word blockchain is sort of overused. It's still some form of like distributed ledger to That's right. like transactions. But the validate, but the validation of those transactions happens like centrally. So it's a central. So it's not in the way that Bitcoin is, where transactions are sort of generated by miner. You know, it's it's. Miner. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not a mining system. Absolutely, it's, right. it's regular. It's it's issuance. It's production and it's. Uh, taxation is all regulated by a central bank um, in such a way so that if you are... why are they a... interested in doing that? Because having anonymous cash online is patently, I think, a political thing that needs to be investigated. Currently, when, you know, right now, if you want to spend cash online, it's all being done via the private sector. It's all being done by private banks and your accounts on their ledgers, right? It's not anonymized. It is, you know, th there's a variety of problems. It's, and it's, ultimately... It's, it's worth saying, of course, that Bitcoin is not anonymous. It's No, Bitcoin is not anonymous. It's not. Yeah, exactly. It, 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 I mean, not to, um, not to talk about... Uh, not to put it in such a sort of garish way, but like uh, it's like turning a big dial that says anonymity uh, up and oh, down sure. and turning back to see if the audience is buying drugs online yet right. um but yeah that, that is an element like the cash like properties of a cbdc or e-cash mm -hmm. is definitely something that the banks are interested in because it is something that's worthwhile doing sure. um sort of wrestling back control of digital spending from the private sector uh, and, and it's worth saying that when companies are interested in that kind of thing they're interested in investing in it not because they think this will create some assets that will they'll grow in speculation but because it's a technology they want to own patents presumably people own like patents in some stuff you know like the, the it in some sense it's a more normal tech product with all the pros and cons that that might mean and people who are like interested in investing that are interested for like normal reasons right whereas like the, the people people invested in certainly bitcoin some of the other cryptocurrencies definitely feel a lot more like this nfts d just feels like uh, the not that right that the people are interested in the technology not for the tech because they think it will create an asset that will rise in value out of some magic animal force it's it, it's a get rich quick scheme they, they that's what they see it's a get rich quick scheme they see a ponzi system by which they will sit at the top of and categorically right. they right. will because, not because because people who join Ponzi schemes always sit at the top. That's that yeah. Like, that's why they're called a Ponzi scheme because right. you're like Ponzi <laughs> from Happy Days, right? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. You've got some. Who's always at the top? Right, yeah. right, right. Exactly. You can't be on the side of a pyramid, right? You have to be at the. You just at the top of the pyramid, and you're fine. And then if you're not at the top of the pyramid, you just get people. And it's fine. It's fine. Too. And when you're on the bottom, it's because you're in you're in a reverse funnel scheme, which is obviously a completely different right. system. Sure. Can I just say something? But isn't Ponzi from Charles Ponzi? Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I think. I think. I think. I think Will was doing a bit. <laughs> I genuinely yeah, like, was like. Did they name it after the guy from Arrested Development? <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. No. 
I think I've laid out with what we call in the podcast biz a bit. Um, no, so I... We needed um, something from this extraordinarily dry episode to put on the previews. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Will, tell us, more about these, tell us more about these acronyms. No, tell us um, more about happy days. Right. So I think it's worthwhile, because I think they often get blurred in the popular imagination, that there are, like, technologies here which are interesting, distributed ledgers, other stuff too. And maybe they're, maybe they're going to be viable, maybe they're not, and there's various stuff in there. I, I did some reading up on it. As part of some of my kind of PhD training work, and you know, there's some interesting stuff happening for sure. But I think it's it's important to differentiate that between that and some of the more obvious asset get rich quick schemes, or the completely unregulated sort of Bitcoin style stuff. Now, some people are really keen on this stuff because it allows like money laundering or whatever, or like it creates an environment like the ransomware boom. Essentially, wouldn't exist were it not for cryptocurrency, because it turns out having a way to send money to people online. Um, in a way that it doesn't go through normal payment processes is really great from their point of view. Uh, that is going badly for some ransomware people because it turns out Bitcoin is not anonymous and you actually can be tracked. And it's quite funny. But if you're a government and you want to regulate this on these sort of more like free freewheeling cryptocurrencies, if you're worried about, okay, some people are, young people are investing in cryptocurrencies and some of them are seeing, maybe even quite a few of them are seeing returns, but you're worried about what that implies about economic effects or you just want to protect people can you regulate it how should you regulate it what are governments beginning to do what's out there already and what do you think could be done i don't think enough's being done and i mean i i think a particularly hard line on bitcoin like i'm, I'm of the sort of persuasion which is find the graphics cards bring them home but burn, burn the houses like i i cannot stand bitcoin mining it it, it is definitely something where there is a complete absence of any real political voice talking about it, and it's a real big shame. Um, I mean, in terms of in terms of regulation, it's not a, you can reg like purchase is regulated, right? right sure. Like we, we regulate how people can buy things all the time. There are a myriad of financial bodies that exist to regulate this. There's a myriad of you know I work in retail. We have to go through so much training just to be able to you know take PayPal or something like that. Sure. Um, there's no re and, and the thing is, actually, I think the, I think the fact that it's not regulated on that front end so strictly is a real testament because the reason it's not being regulated on the front end so strictly is because no one's using it to buy anything. Right. It's not being used as a currency. It's being used as an asset. It's being uh, used as an investment. Uh, I, I knew some people years ago who bought pizza with it, you know. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we, we all had it once upon a time. We paid for like one millionth of a pizza with Bitcoin and the rest with sterling. And the same would be... No, it's like... So this is this is where I fall back. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna keep talking about the the time my friend no, no, sure. gave me a, <laughs> my friend the, the time my friend gave me a Ponzi scheme for my birthday. Uh, Fifty dollars of of monopoly money. <laughs> yeah. No, but like this is what I'm saying. Where like once I stepped away from the you know from the intensity of it all, like. What I come to realize about Bitcoin from the outside, from an amateur's perspective, as someone who is just like slightly per participating as like a fun game with my friend, without seriousness, yeah. is that it, it's like, it's not practical for anything other than for that culture. It's just like a very environmentally damaged, very environmentally damaging like way of like being part of like a, one of those like being part of like a, a reddit culture or, or 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 like basically almost an rpg i would say 
Like right. not not. It's FIFA different. points, right? Like it's FIFA Ultimate Team yes, points. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. This, this is this is what I was thinking. It's like the the feeling that it gives me is like is the, is a similar rush to when you open loot boxes, right? It's like it's participating in loot boxes stuff. It's not. And do you think that's it's part not like why... a thing? It doesn't feel like finance. Like my like I don't invest in anything, but like my mother invested and she's she's not like online posting memes, you know. <laughs> she's right. like she's like an adult. She's like at her job and like her bank calls her and it's like this is what's going on like once a year, you know? Right. So like, that, like that's that's the thing that I think that makes it like so untangible. You know, it's like, uh, and do you think that contributes to people not getting out of it? Because if you get out of it, you're no longer in the culture. You know, you yeah, you, you think, might I, I you might like, make a bunch of cash, but then you're not in it anymore, right? So yeah, once you're not getting that hit, like it's, it's similar to gambling, isn't it? But like, like when you're gambling, you you have the constant like stimuli of like getting the the money. But like if you're not getting the money all the time, you know, then you're like you don't have any reason to like keep up with with like what's happening because there's no like plotting gambling there's there's games and and on television like you can gamble on the euros but like if you're not doing it if you spend the money you were supposed to spend like you're not gonna keep thinking about it you're not gonna miss out on anything you're doing it just to participate either with with just yourself to get like the the stimuli of like participating in things or to participate with others which i think is like the, the damaging thing about Bitcoin culture. So I, I I I think I agree that fundamentally there's this damaging aspect to it. So I want to return Will to this question of okay, do you ban mining? Do you ban y- using the network at all? How do you, how do you prohibit these things? What what does a mining be banned just on like just just sort of you know if you have the the UK government going like we're gonna take uh, green issues seriously, we're gonna take and increasingly like more and more center right i think throughout europe the center right is taking on the 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 green thing the the green issues things that's like a trend should right. we ban it just because of environmental issues so just like yeah i mean i i i definitely think that there is a case for that i i think you want us to be careful because it's like well i, I still want to be able to use my graphics card to play computer games right like i like 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 we 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 do let people we don't ban every energy intensive thing that people do perhaps we should but we don't yeah i mean there's the there's the amprim argument against it you know but i mean the, the difficulty with the um ecological argument i think is you will end up with people like musk saying that they can do it carbon neutral and they cannot we can't afford that level of um right damaged the environment even if you think you can pull it back at some point it's just not it's not worth what it's quite simply not worthwhile economic activity and we regulate are not worthwhile economic activity out of the economy all the time we 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 say you know drugs are unworthwhile economic activity or counter counter uh effective economic activity and we ban that Right, and even if you don't think, if you, even if you take a, a like a legalization or a decriminalization stance on that, the point is that like it's clearly a premise that we do do that thing sometimes. So why don't we just do it with this? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I mean, and, and um, is it doable in a practical sense? For sure. I mean, well, you see, you, you saw the Bank of China, and um, the Bank of China quite happily blocked all crypto. Uh, well, I think that that 
the official stance I'm not entirely sure of, but it's something to the effect of, yeah, like blocking all cryptocurrency uh, related activities right. from those bank accounts. Um, and you saw the incredible dive that Bitcoin took when that happened, primarily because the, 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 the deceit, the core deceit of Bitcoin, and by that aspect, the core value of Bitcoin is that national banks, national finances, national currencies are irrelevant. This new thing, this new contender is gaining massive value. It's the new kid on the block and it's going to outlast fiat, which is on its last legs, which of course everybody has been saying for the last century, um, if not much, much longer. Um, I mean, that's, that's a core it's to essentially see. like Goldberg people, right? It's a hundred percent Goldberg. It's that same. And this is where we get again to the political economy of Bitcoin. It is a deflationary politics. It is a deflationary politics that insists. Can you unpack um, what that means a bit more? Absolutely. So it's a politics of, you know, currencies tending towards being deflationary in in the sense of like, in with gold, it was like gold has fixed value. We all know what gold means. Of course, this forgets or refuses to acknowledge that that is still socially derived. In that same sense, Bitcoin is has a fixed value because the math is always right. We know the math is right because maths is maths and maths is right. Um, and as someone that you know works with cryptography, you will of course um, contend that that's not necessarily as true as it needs to be on the face of it. Um, and it's that that that's that same politics. And it's I don't know. Maybe this is me going off my own sort of little tangent, which yeah, is definitely my own sort of like niche niche politics. But like there is a particularly modernity focused approach, which is like this thing is known. Like we we know this, and that's what we have to peg our currency to. It's this known thing that is not going to vary. It's not. There's no such thing as like a socially derived value. There is value. Um, it is what it is, and we'll negotiate the rest of it from that. Whereas the reality of it is, like I said before, Bitcoin is having its value as all currencies do, socially derived or derived from you know some sort of uh, transactional value. Um, sorry, Marxists, um, that's just how it be. And and that's what that, that, that's going to ultimately be the failure of Bitcoin, in my view, is just that it won't it won't hold up. It and and, and fundamentally, I suppose uh, I I, f I feel like things like proof of stake style stuff might have more of a future in theory, although they people keep talking about them, they never seem to get off the ground because in some sense those are actually more about social mediation. You're actually saying in some sense the value is supported by the people who use your thing. So, golly gee, professor, what's what's Bitcoin. Welcome What's to the, <laughs> the, 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 the magic school like, the, like, I just sort of like think, do you think that like, I don't want to use like the term if it's not correct, but do you think that like the, the promise of Bitcoins, the promise of like, do you think that the promise of Bitcoin to like an average guy who is like, who is like middle class, maybe even lower middle class, like trying to like, is that like it promises you that wealth that wealth where you exploit others or it promises you uh, wealth without exploitation do you think this is like there's something in there i'd like to believe that that was what these people were buying bitcoin for and i'm sure there probably is something i'm not, I'm not some, saying that like person. people are like waking up and thinking i now i shall free myself from from the chains of like i wish to buy the woke coin you know, I yeah. want to buy the woke coin. The Bitcoin will make me woke, and then I can say the N word. Like this sort. I don't, I don't think these people necessarily exist. I, I'm actually like making an argument, in like in like labor relations. Do you think that like because 
Gee, Professor, what are labor relations? <laughs> no, but like, because, because like, we don't have like things like trade unions as much as anyone. We, we do have them because we don't have like a sense that like, it's like everything is highly individualized. Everything is like, it's sort of like they created the ultimate false, like, liberation from it's like you could become capital is that is that sort of like you think that yeah for sure for sure absolutely i mean i think this is like roughly what i was speaking about earlier in that same respect like it has filled that void of like it's 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 just a much safer if you care about your family and i'm sure most people do and if you care about yourself and your 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 longevity you know economically speaking because there is that that massive dearth of you know wages actually getting paid it is much, it seems on the face of it, much more sensible to just so like, throw your money big, in the meat, your musk It's like hole. Bitcoin is like, so like when you talk to people, most people, I think, most people, I think, hate their landlord, but I think, I know you're going to have like, you're going to get triggered, you're going to try to kill me, but like, I think most people hate their landlord, but I think most people would want you to, would jump at the chance of being a landlord. You know what I mean? Like, and I think there's something of that is like what I mean. Yeah, I, I think I agree with that. I, I know people who have spent their 20s or 30s complaining about landlords and now are at a stage, actually, where some of them are at the point when, for one reason or another, they could possibly get a buy-to-let mortgage and some of them are, like, going, maybe I'll be a good landlord. Here at the Social Review, we, we have no time for such things, but uh, it's definitely a phenomenon, right, that people are like, maybe I can be redeemed by capital, it hasn't worked for the thing with these fools is they delude the, they, the, the, they delude themselves into thinking it'll work with them. But maybe it'll work for us. No, exactly. And I think it, it feels like a trap. You know, and you actually see it with this whole hustle culture passive income thing, I think, actually. Like the whole thing there, really, the message is you will find a way to save yourself from this hell. And it will be personal and it's your salvation and no one else will come out of you. Whereas for me, why am I on the left? It, it's like sort of like it's sort of like the ultimate phase of like highly individualized. It's like Thatcherism. Like it's sort of like it's not even real. <laughs> it's like like because with Thatcherism, at least you could like sell something or buy something like now. Well, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I like I, I was, I've, been, I've been subscribing to like Matt Levine's money stuff column. And like I'm, so I'm learning a little more about finance, the world of high finance. And I'm sort of quickly coming to realization that I'm not quite sure high finance is re real either. Like, I'm like, really? Like, I uh, some, of the, some of the stuff about green sell or whatever. Where I'm like, you were selling contracts you hadn't made. What? Like nonsense. Hell yeah. But like, but but um, you see how that would like how that would seem like a liberation for like an average no, I, person. I it's yeah. like you can be one of those people who sell nonsense right to everybody else. And that that uh, and that is the that is the the, the the dream of MLM schemes. Like why you know I was I have next door, which is like that neighbor app. Uh, mainly because it's useful for a couple of things in the area or finding out what's going on. Now, a lot of people use it to be like unspeakably racist online to their neighbours or whatever. It's a bad place. Listen, on next door there are two camps. You're either pro-dogging or anti-dogging. Okay, well, I'm, quite I'm frankly, gonna... you don't know which side you're on. I'm not going to take a stand. <laughs> um, so, um, uh, someone today was posting um, saying, oh, I've got some scheme. Uh, to... And it was some kind of perfume. And I looked at the company and it was like, it, they were like, 
obvious MLM scheme. I lost a bunch of money on X. Well, I can't remember what the actual company was. Um, but the point is, it was the same thing. The 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 you know, it's the same thing you've always seen. The oh, build your business from home. Like make money while you while you sleep. Like and that these things have been here. These things are not new with Bitcoin. Bitcoin is, as you say, it's just the metastasized wearing the chrome flesh of modernity but it's an old beast in some but I, I, I like Absolutely. i like the yeah. added thing that it like like makes the climate crisis worse because right. like before, yeah. <laughs> before you just started, That's a cool you just started tricked other people you know but now you also actively destroy your, the world i've got a cool combo yeah exactly i mean that's the thing i think a lot of mlm schemes is that possibly like environmentally they're pretty neutral because especially if they're not really producing anything although they're producing some massive very cheap product at a massive markup well hey, but like bitcoin is like well this thing really is really like very energy intensive to produce by its very design uh, and also it's this horrible scheme so yeah i mean i guess so from a from a sort of boring policy perspective, I, I think I agree this stuff should be regulated or banned. But like I think there's some questions about how on the uh, in the street or on the day to day, or as kind of activists, people talk about this stuff. And I think people are getting better at that. But it, you you still see it. Will, did you want to come in? Yeah, just very quickly on the sort of MLM aspect of it. Um, one thing that definitely can't be um, overlooked is. Bitcoin gains value on the aggregate. It gains money on news stories about Bitcoin. Um, and, and it has a really, really low buy-in price, a impossibly low buy-in price. You know, at some point, because you're, like if you're selling, uh, if you're doing Avon or whatever, you still got to buy the makeup. You've still got to like, there's, a, there's enough tangible um, and sort of supply chain costs to yeah. eat that you have to have quite a, 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 a sizable buy-in. Bitcoin does not have that. Bitcoin's buy-in is, is practically zero. And so that's one of the other reasons it's so easy for it to spread. So, so you can get you can get into it in a little way and then maybe get into it a bit more and a bit more and a bit more. And that's an easy Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Yeah, it's similar Because yeah, it's a fractionally derived currency. Like, yeah. So I guess I guess my question is how do we... Like, I feel like we, I want to make the title of this podcast Do Not Buy Bitcoin Under Any Account just to stop them getting the publicity. Maybe the title of this podcast was like, like Marcus, Julia remembers what you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, Julia remembers what you did last summer, yeah. How do we, like, stop this kind of force in our society if we think it's a toxic one? Can I ask, like, another question? Yeah, like, do you think there's going to be, like, something worse than Bitcoin? Uh, there's just going to so. be like a murder. There's always a bigger thing. fish. There's always some extra stuff. Oh, so 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 someone at the moment is per, is presenting a new cryptocurrency, which is going to be proof of storage rather than proof of work. Well, what it consumes is not the energy required to run graphics cards. It just consumes uh, hard disk space. Um... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> right, because like if you you you, you liked not being able to buy a graphics card. Now, try not being able to buy any storage space. I mean, the big worry for me is that, you know, the, the bloody... Someone's going to invent anthropomorphic German intelligence. They're going to say it to make cryptocurrency, and then we're all going to be converted into Bitcoin miners. Like, the, the like... And actually, there was some really good cryptographical reasons for this. Like, actually, if you can find a way to... There was always ways in which you can invent more pointless crypto pointless computational tasks to do and i think that it's very possible that bitcoin is in some ways it is a prototype that there are better uses of similar technology on the horizon but i think there are definitely ways in which like 
the phenomena by which it has sort of almost consumed a segment of, say, the consumer tech market could happen in other ways or in worse ways. Um, I think it's absolutely something to be wary about, and, and we should be cautious of anyone saying that they've got, ah, oh, well, I've got this new way of doing it that will fix this issue. Because I think the thing... On, on the thing about regulation, you think it's important that we create regulations that, like, not only regulate this type of crypto, but, like, that, that, that stop new crypto from well, happening. Well, well, like, well, like, in the sense that, like, you know, I can't just... Uh, if I... And indeed, you see this already with some of the stuff where the FDA or whatever the equivalent... The, the Securities and Exchange Commission in the US is, like, looking at some things, like the initial coin offerings or whatever that happening, and they're like, okay, but these are securities, though. Like... Like being real, these are security, therefore they're our responsibility. So in some sense, what yeah, what I don't I don't want to create a new regulator that's just some guy in a shed who's like the Bitcoin regulator. I just like I think we should you should make clear that these things are part of regulators remit in exactly the way that I can't stow thing out I'm not selling stocks, I'm selling the Spocks. This is my Spock market. It's not the stock market, it's you know you can't just fake it. If it if it walks like a security and smells like security, it is a security. And in a very similar way, yeah. I think you should create broad-reaching regulation and empower regulators to do their thing, rather than sort of try to like play whack-a-mole and hit. In particular cases, you should take a step back and think about: do do we think it is a good thing that massive amounts of people are able to freely uh, put money into a thing, which even if it would simply just a risky asset, would not be a good thing. But it's not simply a risky asset, and it has these climate implications so no they shouldn't there's, there's also that wider element of if people are investing in this whack asset because it's there's the promise of reward they feel insecure they feel economically insecure one of the greatest counters you can therefore bring is economic security if people feel economically safer they're not gonna make these ridiculous gambles that except the ones that are genuinely addicted to gambling um and i think the parallels are so severe that it's actually probably worth us putting a gambling uh, content warning for this episode um, yeah, no, you're, you're aside right. from aside from those people who are genuinely addicted to the gambling aspect of it the people who are genuinely looking for economic security the number one thing we can do for them is bring them economic security right. and that means bring them higher wages bring them better union representation and get some education out about the fact that fiat currency isn't dying um obviously a bit of a yeah, hobby i'm so way. glad you said this because this is sort of like they talk of little elf in the uh... Th this is like I'm reading like the Ad Miliband book and like the thing that he says all the time like is that like he, he always traces back to this and like I thought that was really interesting he always goes the reason why this and this and this is happening that you're seeing this like he talks about Donald Trump is because people don't have don't have economic security they don't believe that they can that if you if you it's not enough to just like go like well Bitcoin is a watch like because like Rishi Sunak could do that right he could just mm. go, but this is stupid, and like ban it, you know. Sure, but you actually need to sort of deal with the root causes of these. Yeah, problems. like, like I'm, I'm saying, like he's, he's not above that. Like it's not impossible okay, for him, sure. but it, it is impossible to for like it is impossible to like stop these sort of things from ever happening again if you don't address yeah, yeah. the fact that like people are doing this because they don't have like a wider network of like solidarity and a sense of like you know stability that comes from from all of that yeah 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 i mean it's nice to know that the moral of the story that we, we were right guys i just, I just <laughs> yes. out, like this insane thing 
Have you guys ever heard of this thing like called like a social democracy? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down. Uh, I've heard of this thing called social. I mean, I've seen it advertised in, uh, in this. Oh, book. Welcome For to listeners, you. I just <laughs> held up a copy of like, Go like, Big by Ed Miliband. <laughs> in the beginning where like and he does this with life everything he does everything he po uh, poses he like brings it back to like his like statement of like people need a stake in the world that they live in right and this is this is sort and like i think that all i said about culture and all those things and like you know i'm very much here as like the the the, the person who doesn't understand bitcoin but like i think all of these things i said about the, that culture that masculinity those people who feel they don't have a stake in society. Like, I'm not saying this to be mean. I just mean that like, they yeah. feel like they're not gonna get the space that everybody else was granted. You know what I mean? I I, I feel like, and this is possibly gonna have to be the last word. I'm sorry, cause I got to head off. Um, I feel like you've just done a youth pastor thing and sort of swiveled your chair and gone, hey, proof of stake. I tell you what really matters, what really matters <laughs> is having a good fair stake in the economic society. Hey. <laughs> and I guess that's kind of it. Okay, cool. Thank you so much, guys. This has been an interesting conversation to have, I think. I think we've... I would like to hear more conversations on the left where people have these kind of conversations about Bitcoin in these sorts of terms because I don't think I hear them that much. So if you're listening to this... I have a question, though. If Dominic Cummins was a Bitcoin, which one would he be? Which type of crypto would he be? I, I, didn't, I think we... Thank you. That's all we have time for today. Um... <laughs> Um, if you have any thoughts on this podcast, like you think we're completely wrong about it, then you should tell us about it online or send out, send in an email. Uh, otherwise, uh, but don't at me on Twitter, please, because if you try to at me about cryptocurrency, I'll just block you. Okay, uh, I've been Renner. I've been Julia Marcus. I love you. I'm still William. Great. Uh, and this has been the Social Review Podcast. Thank you. <laughs>